Shalom Aleichem Kinderlach. Here comes a story, an awesome story. The story was told by a chassid of the Alter Rebbe Mitteler Rebbe. His name was Rabbi Yaakov of Kaidan. And in his sefer he says he heard the story from Rabbi Shleimer Falls. Shleimer Falls was a very rich man who lived in Vilna. He was actually the head of the community. He was a Talmud of the Vilna Gon. He was a Misnagid at first. And then he became a Chassid of the Alter Rebbe. He was a big Talmud Chacham also, a Talmud of the Vilna Gon. And he was also very rich. He had businesses. And he was very important in Vilna. But when he became, and then he became a Chassid. And one of the things that he made him a Chassid is, is that he saw a few stories of the Alter Rebbe, amazing stories made him realize that the Rebbe was a great person. One of the stories is the following story. Rabbi Yankov of Kedan heard that story from Rabbi Shleimer Falls himself. I'm not sure you know, there was a great tzaddik, the Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, and a friend of the Mizrit Magid. His name was Repinches of Koritz. Repinches Koritzer. The Alter Rebbe saw him, visited him, and when he went to Mezrich, the Altrebbe went twice to Mezrich. The second time in Tov Kuflamet Beis, he went to Mezrich, on his way he stopped over in Koritz, and he learned a lot of things from Repilchus Koritzer. Matter of fact, there's a Maimer Lekutatere from the Altarebbe, which begins with the words, Mayofu Pa'omayich Bana Olim, it's a Pesach Shir Hashirim, how beautiful are your footsteps in shoes? Our sages tell us this is describing how the Jewish people would walk on their feet from all over Eretz Yisrael to Yerushalayim three times a year on Yom Tov. And Shlomo Melech is describing how beautiful it was when all Jews gathered together for three times, three Yom Tovim every year to the base of Migdash. The Rebbe wrote a whole mimer, which is printed in the and it's based on something, uh, what he learned from Repilchus of Koritz. The story is that he came to Repilchus of Koritz's house, and Repilchus right away said, Shalom Aleichem, Reb Shneir, which was the Alter Rebbe's name, and he told his wife, we have important guests, and I want you to prepare lunch, so he would have lunch with us. And Repilchus started talking to his wife about what to prepare for lunch, what food to make, what's on the menu which is very strange. Sadiqim are not into food. It's not the thing that concerns them, right? Sadiqim are concerned with Avedis Hashem, with learning Torah. But here, Rebbe Koritzer spent a lot of time discussing with his wife, with his Rebetzin, well, how to make the food and what type of food. But Alter Rebbe, who of course understood that he was hiding in those conversations with his wife, some deep in Yonim and the Maimer, Mayofa Pamaich Banaolim, is based on what he understood from this conversation about food, the deeper meaning of his words. He was hiding deep in Yonim in Chasidis in this conversation. So, Dr. Rebbe had a close shaykhist to Repilchas of Koritz. Repilchas of Koritz had a son by the name Reb Moshe. Reb Moshe was the Rav of Slavita. Reb Moshe was a holy man, he was a tzaddik. But he was very close to the Alter Rebbe. Rabbi Moshe famously 
opened up a printing place in the city of Slavita. Slavita became very famous because it was a big printing press. A printing press is a place where people print for him. And it, it's a lot of money because you have to invest and put money into machines, big machines, it's, and a lot of workers. But he came to the Alter Rebbe before he opened up the printing place and asked the Alter Rebbe that whether he should do it because he wanted to print Sforum of Hasidus. Because a lot of the other printing places were owned by Misnagdim, and whenever a Rebbe a Chassid wanted to print a Sefer from Chassidim, or from a Chassidish Rebbe, they refused to print it. He was going to print, you know, Sifre Chassidus. Even the Tanya, I think he printed the Tanya one edition. Slavita became famous as a place which was a very good printing press, and they printed Sfarim really beautifully more beautiful than any other place. Rabbi Moshe, before he opened this printing place, asked Alter Rebbe's advice, and Alter Rebbe told him it's a good idea, and Hashem will give him atzlocha, success, it will be a good business. But Rabbi Moshe said to Alter Rebbe, you know, and you need special permit from the government to be able to open such a printing place. The government didn't allow everybody to open up a printing place. They wanted to make sure that people print the right things and they don't print things that are offensive um, or, or not not nice to the government. They always suspect that Jews are printing bad things against the government, against the, the, the Christians, against the government. So you need to have a special permit to be able to open such a printing place. And this permit costs also a lot of money. If you wanted to get a permit like that, you had to pay a lot of money to some uh, very, very important minister in the government had a special office. He had to go there. So Rabbi Moshe said to Rebbe, I don't have the money, it's very expensive and it's very hard to get such a permit. I don't know what to do. The Rebbe told him, don't worry. I'll tell you what to do. Just follow my instructions and you'll see, you'll get what you need. And the Rebbe told him, go to the city of Moalov. In the city of Moalov, there's a Yid, a Malamed, he's a teacher. His name is Yisrael. You ask around the people in the city of Malov, where lives this Malamed, this teacher, his name is Yisrael. And then you tell him that you want to travel to Vilna with him. You're going to take this Malamed Yisrael to Vilna with you. And in Vilna, you will find the answer to your problem. Somehow, everything will be taken care of. You'll get your permit. This was a very strange instruction from Dalta Rebbe. Why would a Malamed in, in Mall of some small town be able to help him with finding a permit in Vilna? Besides the minister's office, the minister in charge of giving these types of permits didn't live in Vilna. His office was in another city. It was probably in Petersburg, the capital of Russia. But why did Alter Rebbe tell him to go to Vilna? The whole thing was a very strange mystery. Nobody understood what Alter Rebbe was saying, but Rebbe trusted that the Rebbe knows what he's saying, and he did what the Rebbe said, he traveled to Molov, and the first thing he did, he went to the shul of the Hasidim, and asked the Hasidim if there's a Malamed by the name Yisrael, and they said, we don't know anybody by the name Yisrael, we don't know why the Alter Rebbe sent you here. But they didn't give up, they started searching in other shuls, and in the Misnagdish shul, the non-Hasidish shul, 
there was somebody on Malamed by the name, name Yisrael. This Malamed was a battlin. I mean, he didn't know anything about the world. He had, he didn't even know how to speak Russian. He only spoke Yiddish. So they wondered, Reb Moshe and the other people wondered, is this the guy that the Rebbe sent him to? This guy for sure doesn't know anything about the government and about government officials. How is he going to help him? He doesn't even know Russian. He only speaks Yiddish. He doesn't know anything about the world. He just learns a Malamud in a small town. That's all he knows. So when they said, listen, there's no other Malamud by the name Yisroh, and that must be the guy. They went over to him, and they sat down with him. and said, listen, the Alter Rebbe sent Reb Moshe to you that you should help him and go get a permit for his printing uh, business. And uh, the Alter Rebbe said that you should travel with Reb Moshe to Vilna. When Yisrael, the Malamed, heard this, he burst out in a big laughter. He says, what? He sent you to me? Are you sure? You're making fun of me. What do you think? I'm just a Malamed. I don't know anybody in the government. I for sure don't know any important ministers. I know nothing about it. I'm just a little Malamed teaching children, and, uh, and I know nothing about the world. I don't even know how to speak Russian. But they said to him, listen, you're the only Malamed in this town that's called Yisrael, and the Rebbe said that we should find you, and you should go with him to Vilna. So the Malamed says, but listen, I, I got to earn a living, you know, I'm a Malamed, I teach children. If I go with him and travel with him to, to Vilna, and go find a way to help him, I'm going to lose all this money, I'm not going to be able to be paid for teaching children. So they said, don't worry about it, we'll give you everything, all the money you could make from being a Malamed, We'll give you the money instead, but you come with us. And so Reb Moshe and a few of his uh, friends took this Malamet Yisrael, who had never been to Vilna, doesn't know anything about the city, doesn't know anything about the real world, and they took him to Vilna. And where are they going to stay? Everybody who came, traveled to Vilna, knew there was one place where, where everybody is able to stay. It's a man who had a big house, special quarters, a special place for guests where they could sleep and eat. And as long as they needed to stay, they could stay in his house. His name was Reb Shleimer Falls. That chassid of the Alter Rebbe, who used to be first time Snagit, a Talmud of the Vilna Gon, he was very important in the city. He was the Reish HaKohal, he was like the president of the city. Everybody asked his advice because he was a very wise man. And <clears throat> the, the Reb Moshe, of Slavita and Rabbi Shaldamalamit arrived at his house at Rabbi Shleimer Falls house and asked if they can stay in the house. Rabbi Shleimer Falls asked them what brings you to town and they said that the Alter Rebbe told Rabbi Moshe who is going to open a printing place, a printing business in Slavita and he couldn't get permits, he doesn't know how to get permits, it's so expensive and it's hard to get it. So the Alter Rebbe told him to go to Moalov and find the Malamed by the name Yisrael, and then bring him to Vilna. And in Vilna, he'll find the answer to his, to his need, to his question. Shemir Falls was very surprised also. Why would they come to Vilna? Vilna is not the place where the government officials have their offices, and especially not the minister who's in charge of giving permits for building a printing business. That they, he's not, It's nothing to do in Vilna. Why in Vilna? But the Alter Rebbe said, so Rabbi Shemifal says, listen, meanwhile, stay in my house. You can make yourself comfortable. I'll give you rooms and food. You don't have to worry. Stay as long as you need to stay. 
They arrived on a Wednesday to Vilna, to Reb Shlomo's house, and a few days went by and nothing moved. They didn't know where to go, what to, who to ask. They had no idea what to do. And then Shabbos came, and this Malamad, he saw, gets very agitated already. He said, we're here already for four days. We don't even know what we're doing here. And this Rebbe, you know, he was a misnagid, I didn't know anything about the Rebbe's and Tzadikim. To him, they were just like people, regular people. And he said, hey, you know, well, I don't know why you're listening to this Rav. He's telling you to come to Vilna. Look, nothing is happening here. Finally, on Sunday, Shemirafol said to Yisrael, listen, I see you're very agitated. Why don't you go take a walk? There's a park in Vilna, not far from my house. Beautiful park with great, beautiful trees. Go and get some fresh air, and you'll feel better. So Yisrael listened to him, and there hadn't been anything else to do. So he went for a walk in the park. As he's walking in the park, he's getting some fresh air, he's looking at the beautiful trees and the birds and everything around him. There's a very important looking man uh, who is like a very, seems like a, a very important government official that's walking also in the park from the opposite direction. He's walking towards Israel. And this minister, when he saw Israel, the Malamed, he started staring at him and looking at him curiously. Like, he didn't say a word. They crossed and, you know, path. Malamed continued to walk and the minister continued to walk the opposite direction. And that's it. He walked on. But they kept walking around the park and crossing each other again and again. And every time, the minister is looking like very intently and very, very, very focused on, on, on Rabbi Yisrael, the Malamed, till finally the, the, the minister comes over to him and says, do you recognize me? And Yisrael says, no, who are you? And this, the minister says to Yisrael, did you ever live in the city of Shklov? The Malamed says, no, I live in Moalov for many years. He says, no, 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 but you once lived in Shklov, trying to think, trying to remember. And Yisrael says, oh, yeah, 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 20 years ago, I lived in Mol, in, in Shklov. So the minister says to him, you did me a big favor then. I don't know if you remember. And I'm so happy I found you here, because I want to repay you for your favor, for your great help, you saved me. And he starts telling him what happened. This was 20 years ago when this minister was a he was Jewish. He was Jewish. At that time, he lived in Shklov. He was a young man, and he did a terrible thing in the community. He didn't say what it was. It was something that the whole city of Shklov was very upset about. And in those days in Shklov, Shklov was a big city of Misnagdim. A lot of great Rabbanim and Goinim and Talmud Chachamim. So there, if somebody did a terrible thing in the community, they would punish him harshly. One of the things they would do, they would take him, tie him to the entrance of the shul, and the biggest shul, and hundreds of people would come in and out of the shul every day, and everybody would go into the shul or go out of the shul, would see this person tied up next to the door, or put him like in a little like cage, almost like in a cage, so he couldn't get out, he couldn't leave. And people would say, ah, he must, he's the guy who did the terrible thing. And then some people would spit at him. 
Some people would like, like you know, look at him in the, with, with like disdain. They would look with him like if like he's this terrible person. It'd be very embarrassing to the person. It would be a terrible thing. And they did this for people who did really, really bad things. And he did a bad, bad thing, and they decided to punish him. They put him in this little box, this cage, tied him up by the entrance of the shul, and a whole day from morning to night, people kept passing by, spitting and, 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 and yelling at him and saying terrible things to him. You are a terrible person. You're a Russia. You did terrible things. It was extremely, extremely painful to be there. And listening to all these insults of people, people insulting him and humiliating him. He says, the minister says to Yisrael the Malamit, I was like so disgusted and so felt so bad. I wanted to die. I was like, I said, I can't live. This is so terrible. And then you came. It was like late in the evening and nobody was around. You had pity on me. And what you did is you quickly untied the robes and opened up the cage and you let me out. You cut the lock of the cage and you let me out and I was able to escape. And I'm so grateful to you because I ran away from the city because I was so embarrassed. And I traveled to the capital of Russia, to Petersburg. And I left Yiddishkeit. I stopped practicing Torah mitzvahs. And then I even converted to Christianity so I can be like the Goyim. And I started doing business. And I became very successful and even became very friendly with a lot of the government officials and the Tsar's uh, palace. And then I became a minister myself. And now I'm a very important minister in the government. And since you helped me 20 years ago, and I'm very rich now, here, I'm going to give you now a thousand rubles was a lot of money in those days, and take it. And I want to give you as a gift. And every year I'm going to send you another thousand rubles. And and if there's anything I can do for you, uh, let me know. And besides, he says, he says to the Malamed, what are you doing in Vilna? And the Yisrael Malamed tells him that he had this very strange request from a rabbi from Slavita who was told by a Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, to come and get him from Moalov and schlep him to Vilna and because this Rav needs a permit to open up his printing business. The minister looked at Yisrael the Malamed and says, that's not a problem. I'm the minister. I can do this. Here, I have actually a form in my, in my pocket. I will fill it out and say that Moshe of Slavita is allowed to build a business, a business of printing, and I will sign my name. You take this, and and it will all take you taken care of. I mean, if you travel to Petersburg to see my office, you wouldn't find me there, and then you wouldn't be able to get the permit. It's good you came to Vilna, because I was actually vacationing here in Vilna. The Malamit Yisrael couldn't believe his eyes. This is unbelievable. And he said goodbye to the to the minister, and they, 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 the the minister hugged him and kissed him, and thanked him again for what he did for him twenty years earlier. And Yisrael went quickly home to Reb Falls house. And people already heard that Yisrael the Malamud was having a conversation with a very important minister. Nobody knew what they were talking about, so people gathered in the house of Reb Falls and said, "What what happened with this minister?" 
and Shloyme the Melamed was, Yisrael the Melamed, sorry, Yisrael the Melamed was so shocked from what he just saw that he just couldn't speak. Till he finally calmed down, he started telling them the whole story. Who he met and who this minister is. The minister recognized him, knew him from 20 years ago. He had helped the minister when he was a little young man. And what the minister gave him, the piece of paper, and said, that's it. You, you. And he gave it to Rabbi Moshe and says, here, now you have your piece of paper, I'm going to go home. Now this Malamit Yisrael, when he saw what happened with Alter Rebbe, he saw Ruach HaKadosh, he, stopped being a misnagid, became a chassid of Alter Rebbe, traveled to Alter Rebbe, and he became a rich man because from the thousand rubles that the minister sent him every year, he was able to start a business and then became, stopped being a Malamit became a very wealthy man and a great chassid of the Alter Rebbe. Meanwhile, Moshe took the, the, the permit and was able to open up this big printing business which became very, very famous. They even printed a shas. It's called the Slavita shas. It's a very special shas. And um, many, many svarim were printed, chassid svarim especially, were printed in that business. And that's the story of how Rabbi Moshe got the permit. And maybe in the future, I will tell you some incredible stories that happened to that printing business, which later on Rabbi Moshe gave over to his two sons, Rabbi Shmuel Abe and Rabbi Pinchas. These were the two sons of Rabbi Moshe. They eventually took over the business, and they even printed more for him, and some amazing stories that happened to them.